In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. So welcome everyone to today's podcast where I'll be focusing on two points which came up during my meditation and reading. So first I'm looking at Sairag, right? So Sairag chapter 44 verse 9 onwards. And there are some who have no memorial, who have perished as though they had not lived. They have become as though they had not been born. And so had their children after them. So it's look like, it looks like a whole generation of people who, uh, the family, nobody knows about them. Nothing. It's like as if they were not being born. It's like they just live such insignificant lives. And their personal struggles, stories, nothing was told to anyone. No one knew anything about what they were going through. But... So the but there is, yeah, this is close here. These were men of mercy whose righteous deeds have not been forgotten. And then it goes on to say that their poster- posterity will be remembered in the generation also. And it gives, just drives home this point. That even, like what I said yesterday, even if people don't recognize, God is watching. For God, everything that we do counts. So we may have like a whole lot of saints in our churches, but there are thousands upon thousands of others who are saints and who have never, were never known. So it's a consolation for us because, yeah, it's not just for those high class kind of people, uh, but even some of our saints were such fallen people. It's for everyone. Sainthood is for everyone who really aspires for it. So today, question mark, am I really desperately wanting to be a saint, an unknown saint, you know? I mean, I I would want to be a known saint, but to be an unknown saint, it doesn't sound tempting at all. But, I mean, that would be the first thing that God will say, strike off this person, no humility. But because we all want to be known, no? We all want to be known. We want to be known, we want to be recognized, we want to be said, hey, you did a good job, Joyce, well done. We just do so many things just to be known. Yeah, we need to pray about that. And then I'm looking at the and Mark, yeah, Jesus. Ah, you, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So Jesus curses a fig tree. He was going to, he was entering Jerusalem and then what happened? He went and just did his first inspection of the temple. In the evening, it was too late. He was like noticing everything. Next, he was just going to bombard them. You know, he was going to overturn their tables and all that. So in the evening, he was just strategizing, how do I do this the following day? And then he went back quietly. But on the way... The following day, they came to Bethany and he was hungry. And Jesus was hungry. And then what does he look? He, he, he looks up at the fig tree and it had no fruits. And, you know, and seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. It's strange, right? The apostles probably would be wondering, what is Jesus trying to do? Why is he going to a fig tree when he's hungry? I mean, he could have just told us to buy something and we would have bought him something. And then there's a reason. Jesus does everything for a reason. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. For it was not the season for figs. 
Let's take note of that. It is not the season for figs. And he said to it, may no one ever eat fruit from you, from you again. Gosh, I was like, when I married it, I was like, my gosh, Jesus, how mean. And it was not even this, that poor fig tree was not even supposed to be fruiting. And Jesus was so upset with the tree and said, hey, don't. And, and the best part was that the sentence that follows that really, that really, so ticklish, it tickled me. I mean, no one ever eat fruit from you again. And Jesus is very smart. He knows the apostles are watching him. And his disciples heard it. That's not one short sentence there. They're probably like, oh my gosh, what kind of a master are we following? He demands for the fig tree to be fruiting even in the off season. So what's he trying to tell us? And what is he trying to... And he trying to tell you know the the way the writer does it right, Mark so clever that clever insert and insert there, and his disciples heard it because this was a very important point for them and for us that when we work for the kingdom, it's got to be in season and out of season, in season and out in other words, every single time, every single moment. I have to be a witness through my actions, through my words, through my through my deeds, to what I through what I say, through what I don't say, to when I smile, to when I'm joyful. Every single moment I'm a witness. There is no off season. Hmm. So let's just praise. Lord, come and help us, Lord, if you don't help us. We really I really cannot get through to this. Help me to become a saint. To become an yeah, insignificant saint. And give me the humility to follow this. Come Lord, I only need your grace today. And help me through this day. Amen. Mm -hmm.